Hey everyone, Ben here with a quick interruption before we get into today's episode to let you know that we have been nominated for a Sports Podcast Award. Yippee! That is very, very exciting. We are actually incredibly honoured and excited to have that nominee. And you, the listener, yes, the very person that is listening to this right now can help us win a Sports Podcast Award and get us on the podium for once rather than always being off the podium. To do so, head to sportspodcastawards.com. Dot com, register to vote, click on the Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast category where you can then vote for us to win. Now, you will have to listen to the other nominees as well, but let's be honest, you know you're going to vote for us because you're listening to our show today, which means we know you like us and we'd very much appreciate the vote in advance. Sportspodcastawards.com, that's how you do it, and we thank you in advance. And everybody who votes for us, we promise to thank you in our acceptance speech should we win. Right now, I'm going to shut up, play some music, and then you're going to hear me talk again as we get into today's episode of Off the Podium. Enjoy. They're standing and they're applauding that dramatic performance by James Torvald and Christopher Dean. Alex Philadelphia. It takes a lot to make him happy and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes! Sally Stegel, 132.67 has won at least the medal. She's 0.24 up. You beauty! On the ice for the Gimlet. The Gimlet stopping! It is off the podium, an Olympics podcast coming to you for day three of Beijing 2022, a golden day for Canada, yay, finally Canada are on the board, they're, they're finally beating Australia, their traditional rivals in the Winter Olympics, it's been a, it's been a long way to get here. But they've finally done it. They're excited. They're pumped. They're through the roof. The streets are going crazy in all parts of Canada, including Winnipeg, the craziest part of Canada. And I'm going to go there right now because Colin Hilding's with us. Colin, how are you? How are you feeling? You excited? Uh, Is it just a trend right now in Canada to go buy some parrots? (laughs) Uh, I'm feeling very Australian right now uh, because we decided to win a gold and something else. Uh, we're following your lead from day two. Uh, very influential, uh, especially after the loss in curling. We're deciding we want to do oh. everything the Australian way now. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about what's getting more news today. And uh, we'll, we'll find out shortly. But other other than Colin, we also have the esteemed Jared Lubick on the show, direct from Emu Plains. Jared, the, the streets of Emu Plains are going off still, celebrating Canada's uh, demise in the curling and Australia's greatest win in sport. I'm just saying it right now. This was the greatest moment in the history of Australian sport. We beat Canada in curling yeah. at the Olympics. This is true. The partying has not stopped. It's still going on outside. So, um, yeah, what an achievement. What an achievement indeed. Huge, massive, giant. But I guess we should talk about Canada first. They did win a gold and a bronze today in the same event. So showing off in the men's snowboard slopes. Again, showing off. Got to win medals that we've already won. 
Um, Max Perot, the gold. Great story with Max, which I'll get Colin to tell a little bit about in just a moment. And bronze to Mark McMorris. The silver in that one went to Su Yiming of China, who, if I'm not mistaken, is China's first ever snowboard medalist at the Olympics. Um, Colin, is was this an, was I feel this is one of those ones that you didn't want to say anything about this the other day because this is a, was this an expected gold medal for Canada and and how is Canada coping with your gold and bronze in the men's slope board a slope board snow style slope boarding oh man we yeah. just the the way that Australians are taking up the sport of curling right now we're taking up the sport of slope boarding uh mm. <laughs> just slope boards are flying off the shelves um uh, I, I don't know whether the gold was expected I, I I would say no but I think that we had hopes we would get a medal in this because uh back in Pyeongchang both uh Max Pro and Mark McMorris had medaled it was silver and bronze uh but I think the expectation was well one of them will get there not necessarily both of them I remember even after the first run uh I think uh Max was in uh medal contention but uh Mark was maybe in fifth uh the commentators were very tentative they're like oh I I think that you know we're 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 in a position now to maybe win one medal and of course Mark McMorris's brother was commentating, which I was surprised he, uh, he he wasn't as enthusiastic. I don't know. Maybe they're not on good terms. Or maybe well, he, he just the has to made objective. He, he choked. What's that? He got the bronze. He choked. So that's why he wasn't that excited. <laughs> well, he got the bronze last time. It's still well, uh, just Wouldn't you be shitty if Jamie got two bronzes in a row? Don't come home. Bring home at least a silver, you dud. I mean, I mean, at this point, I guess, you know, Craig is going to be behind uh, Team Max Perot because he's beaten his brother twice. So uh, this Mark's is third bronze in a row, Colin. I'm seeing he's third bronze in a row. Like, come on, mate, pick your game up. <laughs> and yet he's the one who I think is on a box of uh, cinnamon toast crunch right now. It's it's the Mark well, McMorris crunch cereal. It should be the Max <laughs> Perot crunch. Cinnamon cinnamon bronze? toast Perot's. Who is he? Australia at the Olymp- Winter Olympics? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mark, pick your fucking game up, mate. But but I mean, Max upgrading to a gold's crazy. Uh, I. Uh, I, I tried so hard to stay up for it last night. I mean, I, I was going off of one hour sleep the previous night. I think it was going off for two hours sleep the night before that. Uh, I, this was one time like, I really should be sleeping right now, but I, I need to watch this. And after the second run, uh, just seeing the score that Max got, it was one of those feelings where I'm like, all right, if I happen to fall asleep, I think I'm comfortable in saying we're going to get a medal, maybe even a gold. And I was drifting in and out of sleep the entire third runs. Uh, but uh, every single time I did come out of sleep and somebody would finish, it'd be like Max Perot still in the gold position. I was like, yes, yes, I think we got this now. Uh, so very exciting. And and as far as the news stories go, uh, just to kind of give you an update before we get into the curling, um, curling is sandwiched in between two separate Max Perot stories. So Max definitely dominating the headlines right now. And of course, those sandwich are sandwiched in between the Deferla Point sisters hugging. So uh, that's <laughs> still breaking news in Canada. That breaking is, news that in Canada. That story is ridiculous how much coverage it's getting here. But I have to say, like, when you really do more than just watch the fact that, like, yesterday it was kind of silly, they just kept cutting to it. Although I will say, even when they were cutting to it yesterday with the Deferla Points, uh, I w- I'm not an emotional person at all, as Ben knows. Like I was, I was getting almost emotional watching it. Cause it, like, here's the thing. I mean, both of them are pretty much royalty as far as Olympics are here in Canada. And I think that without anything ever having been said, it was almost assumed this is probably going to be Chloe's last Olympics, probably going to be Justine's as well. And I honestly believe that they were planning for this to be their last Olympics. 
And you could tell from, you know, from Justine's fall and how emotional she was getting, even just demanding that they bring her her poll. Uh, and then the fact that I, I think what, what really has taken over the country here is the fact that she didn't just finish her run. She finished it like with as much effort as she could. She wasn't taking like the, the slow road down or let me just do a quick flip. Uh, it, like she's, she was going all out, even though she knew she had no shot. Uh, and then all the footage of Chloe comforting her. I think one of the things that that's really clicked is that this is an Olympics where people don't have their family there. They don't have their friends there. So it's been rare for the last two Olympics to see anybody really have the opportunity to be comforted by somebody other than a teammate. Uh, so it, 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 I'm not even joking. There are people who are saying as much as Justine and Chloe are going to be remembered for winning gold, silver, uh, and the only sisters to ever be on the podium together in Olympic history. There are people saying they are going to be just as remembered for that one moment at the bottom of the hill with Chloe comforting her. Breaking news in the short track speed skating. Canada could have a chance of winning another medal this evening. Kim Bhutan, is that I'm saying it correctly there, Colin? Uh, she Bhutan. is through to the final of the women's 500 metres. Oh. She has qualified. Uh, sadly, Alison Charles has qualified for the B final. Uh, and uh, a certain other Canadian who represents Australia, we'll talk about him very shortly. <laughs> he dotted out. Thanks for that one. Um, but uh, she's got a 75% chance of adding to your medal tally, Colin. So uh, she's up against yes. the great Ariana Fontana, who beat her in her semi. So we'll see that. And breaking news in the <laughs> ski jumping the mixed team first round is done. Eight go through to the final. The debut of this event, a sport in which Canada have never won an Olympic medal in, features 50% guests from off the podium. Going into the final, Canada are sitting in fourth place. So, ooh. ooh. That's unexpected. Yeah, um, you are 30-odd points behind Rock, Norway in second, Slovenia in first. Japan, one of the powerhouses of ski jumping, only sneaking through. Germany eliminated and the People's Republic of China eliminated. So, again, Colin, a sport. I, I don't even know if you've had a top 10 in the Olympics before, but uh, you've never won a medal in ski th- jumping. 50% if off the podium, right, guess. Our- Come on, Ali and Abby, let's go team. Well, because I, I, if I'm right, I think our best finish was either just inside, like as in just number 10, or maybe just outside the top 10. So, I mean, this is dwarfing our greatest results ever in ski jumping. So, you're going to get top eight because uh, even if you crash out and die, uh, you're in the <laughs> final. So, uh, eighth place there. Um, the other one we got to talk about with Canada, of course, is the curling. Now, we were looking at it last night and uh, Dean and Tali pulled through, uh, again, maybe the greatest sporting moment in the history of Australia. I'm, I'm calling it. <laughs> and like, I, I, never, I never thought I would say this, but it is kind of a shame that we won a gold and a bronze medal yesterday because this has gotten no attention in Australia. Yeah. That like, it's, it's literally just like a couple of social media posts like, yeah, yeah, so they're not winning their last two games. Yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with that. Good for them. Um, it's like, guys... This is Canada. We beat, like, the curling country. You know, this would be like if, if Canada beat Australia in cricket. Um, you know, it's it's a big fucking deal. Uh, ended up winning at 10-8. Did lead 7 nothing. Went to an extra end. <laughs> so nearly shat ourselves there. But uh, that's not the big story with Canada because today you had to beat Italy to win 
uh, to well, obviously that's what happens when you win. You beat another team. Uh, <laughs> you had to beat Italy to make it through to the medal round. Otherwise, you would be tied with the sexy Swedes, and they would go through because they beat you in the round robin. Again, went to an extra end. And you could not have had it closer, literally on the button, both of them, yeah. and they had to get the super fancy measuring sticks out. There was an agonizing wait, and out go Canada, Italy through, unfreaking defeated. And I can tell you right now, breaking news in the curling, Italy are currently 2 nothing up over the sexy Swedes in the semifinal. So um, how is, is Canada reacting, the, the reigning gold medal? This is the only uh, curling event, I believe, in Pyeongchang you even won a medal in, let alone a gold. So... Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this is, is this a big deal? Is this a, is it, is the talks already started? We shouldn't have sent John and Rachel. They suck. Like kind of what, what's going on there? <laughs> no, um, like it's, it's weird because I had said in the previous episode, this is as close to the Avengers as Canada will ever get to assemble for the Olympics. Like this is our all-star team of curling, but yet from the very beginning, most of the media coverage I was seeing was saying it's going to be a struggle for them. And for a lot of the reasons that, uh, you know, um, uh, we talked about the preview episode that they didn't have as much experience playing together as a lot of others did. Uh, And uh, obviously um, with uh, what we've seen in the last couple of days, I think it's taken its toll on them. I, I was sort of saying to you off air, if you're reading the fact that they had the Czech Republic, Australia and Italy and all three times it went to an extra end. I mean, it was just a little bit too close for comfort. I don't think that uh, Canada really, maybe, maybe we hoped that, okay, we could possibly get a medal, but there was no expectation that they were going to do uh, as well as uh, I think that they did, or maybe the expectation was they were going to do about as well as they did. Um, I was saying from the beginning, I think that it wouldn't even be unrealistic to think that they could lose to Australia, you know, Um, but uh, the way that it happened, I think, was the bigger story than just the fact that we lost to Australia. I think I sent you guys the headline that basically said uh, mixed doubles curlings goes bonkers on day two or whatever, uh, which is the way to describe it is the fact that it was seven, nothing. And then it was eight, eight. And then it went to a very close extra end. I think the Italian one, everybody assumed we were going to lose. The victory is that we actually pushed them as far as we did. Uh, but uh, I, at this point, I'm starting to wonder if Italy can be beaten because uh, I think we were pretty much all calling Great Britain to potentially win this, right? But I don't know if that's even possible. Like, I'm starting to think these Italians, are they're on COVID or something because <laughs> you can't stop them. Well, uh, it is possible because Britain are playing Norway in the other semi and they're currently leading 3-1 at the end of the third end. Uh, Sweden, zero. Italy, four after three ends. So um, I called it. I said it worked today. I said, I think Italy going to win the gold. Uh, having said that, I initially did say that Canada would make it through and win the silver. So um, good job for Ben. Uh, I, I was saying this to Colin off air. I tried curling tonight uh, here in Melbourne. <laughs> at the O'Brien Ice House on a Monday night. They have a come and try night. And uh, I want to send a shout out to Edward Wan for for inviting us along. And I'm telling you now, that sport is fucking hard. Uh, (laughs) It's like, here I was, yeah, this is a breeze. I'll make the Winter Olympics in this, become Tasmania's first Olympian, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to start taking up golf, I think, um, because it's, it's... I mean, the sweeping's okay because you kind of get used to the grips on your shoes and you realize you're not going to fall over. 
but it is the sliding aspect of the knee and the push off and just it just it feels completely unnatural and again coming from one of the five seconds yeah five seconds on a pair of skis uh you know i was never going to do well so um it is a lot of fun though and i can see why we've had so many uh, curls on the show say that it's it's not a sport you just sit around and drink beer anymore like it fucking is hard work jared have you ever have you ever tried it before I have not. So it's it's still on my list. I know it's crossed off yours, but it's still on my list for potential Olympic debut. Look, I I've got faith in you, Jared. You're you're younger. You're thinner. Uh, you know, you you probably like. Can you skate? Can you ski? Can you do things that require balance at all? I can skate. I've never tried skiing. There you go. You can skate. I mean, you're halfway there basically. So, Colin, do you have hope that? I mean, John was forty three. You're three years younger. So you know. Uh yeah, I, do you know what I find more difficult? Again, I haven't curled since I was a kid, but uh, it's it's the maneuvering around the rocks that I think is the hardest part. I don't, you probably didn't even get to the point where you had to do that. Like To me, that's where they look like superheroes out there, is that they're going at the speed they're going, and then they somehow manage to avoid you know six or seven different rocks that are all in the same vicinity. Yeah, I would know any of that. But um, the, the, also the thing too is... It is the strategy. It is the placement because I got to be skip a couple of times and then like this guy's like, oh, okay, like where do you want them to position the stones? And I'm going, like, I don't fucking know. Like there looks good. And he's like, well, if I was you, I'd probably go there because this would happen and this would happen and this would happen. And I'm like, sure, yeah, let's go there then. That looks good. Um, so I will say we did win our first game, but we lost our second game. We technically won the second game, but the, the stone that was closest to the button actually was put there by one of the guys helping us out because the girl who shot it down the rink sucked. Um, but uh, having said that, I sucked more. So um, I want to add though that saying. I'm 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 hoping that uh, maybe Sweden can get through. I, Jamie hasn't seen Sweden yet, but I discovered last night that as oh, I tried, later. I was I so badly wanted to watch this last night, and I'm like, come on, Jamie, like give it a chance. She goes, you have tried to show me curling for like the last two or three Olympics. It's like I don't get it. I don't care. Uh, and she cared by the end because she loves John Morris. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if maybe Mr. Swede can, you know, get through and Jamie takes a similar interest in him, uh, I have potential that I could uh, watch this and maybe even have Jamie give her commentary and opinion on the end. I guarantee if you show him Mr. Erickson, you'll be pregnant by the end of the week. So, um, <laughs> I think I'm pregnant, um, basically watching him. She was watching John and Rachel and she's like, this guy looks like he could be Superman's brother. And this girl looks like she could be Nicole Kidman's less plastic sister. (laughs) Like that's pretty accurate. Uh, We're talking about the Swedes here. No, no, Canada. uh, John Rachel. Oh, oh Jesus. Hence why I said John Rachel. Oh, true. Thank you. I was, but you said Superman could look like Superman. I'm thinking, well, you know, John Morris looks nothing like Superman. What's she smoking? So, um, (laughs) Yeah, and Nicole Kimmon, yeah, I can maybe see that. Um, Jared, uh, not much to talk about in terms of Australians today. I guess uh, the reaction of Jakara and Tess still. Um, I mean, I don't know when Jakara's stamp comes out, so uh, get on board Jakara's stamp at some point. But, I mean, it's it's still pretty exciting. We had the, the medal ceremony on before. Got to hear the Australian National Anthem at the Winter Olympics for the first time in 12 years. That was nice. Um, how are you feeling with the, the reaction that has come from this golden bronze day? Yeah, I think it's been fine. If anything, I kind of expected more hype, I think. Um, although I did have everything on in the background today, so maybe the hype was there and I just wasn't noticing it. I don't know how many replays we went to, but I didn't see too many. Oh, I could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not that I would know. Um, I mean, and every every single one was great. Thoroughly deserved to be shown. Seriously, I wish they would show more. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I kind of agree with you. Like, there's definitely been some hype, but. Um, you know, it's not probably the extent of what it has been in the past. Like, I don't know about you, but like outside of the curling, like I don't know if there's even really been much hype around the winter. It just kind of almost feels like people don't really care, which is a bit sad in my eyes. Like, I don't know if that's kind of the vibe you're getting up there at all. Yeah, no, I could agree with that. I feel like people were interested in the curling and that was it. Like they've already just lost interest in the rest. I think it's because... I feel like it's because the Aussie events are so few and far between that people just can't be bothered to like schedule their lives around like the one event, which you think of anything would be easier, but I suppose with the summer you can just chuck it on. And at any moment, you're probably going to see an Australian in at least the heats of an event. Um, so I don't know if it's maybe yeah. it's, it's that that's causing it, but I agree. It's been a bit uh, subdued. Well, definitely today when we literally only have one Australian in action and he basically lasts all of like 100 seconds. Thanks, Canada, for sending him. Um, in all seriousness, Brendan, uh, you're a great guy. Uh, you, you deserve to be at the Olympics. Uh, I don't know if you saw the quarterfinal uh, at all. Jared, he uh, sadly, uh, he did crash out actually, but he got disqualified anyway because um, he was deemed to have – even Stephen Bradbury was saying like, yeah, no, nah, that was that was illegal, Brendan. Bad, bad, Brendan. Um, did, did you see it and what did you think? I didn't see it. I just saw the uh, the live results pop up on my phone. Um, although I did watch the replay, and I, I I agree that it was a bit dodgy. It was very out of character for for an ex Canadian to go pushing people around. I know, I know. Jesus, like uh, you sent us your violent one, Colin. Like, right. what's going on? You there? know, we didn't even have a chance though to talk about the um uh the the mixed relay event. I was going to say for the Canadians, it's completely in character to be pushing people around because it happened twice <laughs> in the mixed relay. That's why we didn't end up winning a medal. The, um, the Hungarian in that also, cause he got disqualified for pushing Brendan. So basically Brendan only really like, I mean, you know, he obviously didn't realize what was going to happen later on, but uh, if he had have not tried to make the movie, he would have gone through. Um, the story of that one was Firkin Aka. What a name that is uh, from Turkey who eventually ended up doing a Bradbury and winning that quarterfinal. Uh, sad news for him, though, is he ended up finishing third in his semi. Uh, so uh, unless something uh, crazy goes on in semifinal two, he will not make it through to the final A. But Stephen Bradbury was saying that apparently, like, him making it to the semifinals is going to inject, like, millions into short track speed skating in Turkey. Because, I mean, you you think about nation. I mean, we're living in one. Nations that aren't really winter nations, but... Uh, Turkey, <laughs> Jared, name me one Turkish winter Olympian besides who I just mentioned with Firkin. Didn't do it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, if, if with this result that's still on my screen, if he makes it through to the A final, I might have to rethink my athletes of the day. Uh, <laughs> we have a Turkish short track speed skater make it to the finals of the Olympics. I mean, God damn it! Twenty years of Bradbury. This guy should be. Uh, this guy should be um, on a stamp himself. Um. Colin, was there any other Canadian ones of note uh, that Canada's talking about? Sadly, the team figure skating, uh, your your medal streak is done. You got fourth in that. So uh, sad for that one there. Uh, six one in the ice hockey. Uh, a bit of controversy going on there. I don't know if you heard much about that over there. And if you did, no. you can update our listeners. Oh, you didn't? You didn't hear anything? All right, I'll update you in a minute. But um, anything of other, other note that we should know about while we're just going over some of these at the moment? Uh 
I mean, our TV coverage last night was dominated by the figure skating team. Uh, and I was surprised by that because it wasn't look like we were going to get a medal. And we had John and Rachel, uh, you know, in their, their final match as we uh, ended up discovering. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that, um, that I'm not going to say that, you know, Canada uh, it was disappointed or, or wasn't disappointed or whatever with the team event. But uh, if nothing else, it's gotten Canada really excited. Cause as I said, we, we have so many new skaters on the team here. And uh, I, I can't even fully remember her name. It's uh, Maddie Skivas or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Canada right. has gone crazy for her because I think she she gave us our best results in that event. Uh, and for somebody who's making her Olympic debut, uh, basically an unknown, and in the team event where you have some more experience, especially somebody like Eric Radford, which it was great to watch him last night. Actually, I'll have yeah. a fun story he, about he, him. I think is a late late inclusion was he because he wasn't initially yeah. listed as being part of the team event yeah so i mean just just seeing how much attention maddie is getting uh i mean if she doesn't end up winning a middle here i mean she's still going to become canada's new favorite figure skater i mean canada's gone nuts for her she's probably the reason we got so much tv coverage last night that's that, that's that's not even joking just want to quickly add, just uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, Turkey have apparently competed in a lot more Winter Olympics than you think. Uh, 1936 they've uh, first competed in, and uh, they sent as many as 11 athletes back to 1968. But uh, just uh, for those at home wondering how they went in their very first Olympics in the alpine skiing, uh, DNS, DNS, disqualified, disqualified, did not finish, did not finish, did not finish, did not finish. So... Um, Pretty good start. Uh, in the cross-country skiing, they went, did not finish, and then were ranked 72nd. And in the men's 4 by that was uh, the 18-kilometer, uh, by the way. And in the 4 by 10 relay, they also did not finish. So <laughs> Turkey did very well in their first Winter Olympics back in uh, 1936. The ice hockey. So what happened um, in that is that Canada were playing rock, and essentially uh, six members of Team Rock had tested positive for COVID. And uh, so... Obviously, Canada are a little bit concerned about the rest of them. They requested uh, basically medical clearance from the Russian doctors to show that their players were okay. And Russian, surprisingly, would not give up information to say, oh, no, what you talk about. We have, we, we all covered three. Absolutely. We compete for great nation of rock. We'd never do anything bad. What are you doing, Ukraine? Fuck off. Um, anyway, and so Canada basically refused to go on the ice. Uh, the game was delayed by an hour. And then they all had to play in uh, face masks, uh, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, if you ever want to see hockey players with face masks on, watch the Canada Rock game from today. You saw the last time Canada took on anybody COVID positive, and it didn't go well. So, I mean, I don't blame them for being uh, a little bit hesitant. <laughs> I'm going to say six-one, disappointing win there. Come on, guys, where's the double digits? <laughs> like this is this is this is not good. Slowing oh, down. Oh, we're slipping. Um, yeah. Did we also, should we mention with Max Perot that the guy beat cancer? Did you even mention that? Was I listening to yeah. you when you talked about that? Well, I can't remember. Was that before the last Olympics? I thought that that I might have been I think it was after. I, I, yeah. I think it was 2018, it said, and then he got cancer free in 2019. So pretty incredible story. Good. <laughs> yeah, for him. Glad, yes. Lots of comments. Good I, for him. <laughs> I mean, yes, that you, I will confirm he, he beat cancer and also uh, beat his fellow countrymen. Um, uh, what did yes. they do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
Get back on the slope style, you bastard Pete Pete Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes around with a club. That's a paddling. Uh, <laughs> Jared, how does that rank on the Jared joke scale? It's about a seven. Oh, all right, I'll take it. Uh, it's only only one below Akuna Matata, so um, doing all right there. Thank you very much. Um, so I will say the other medal results today, um, the ones that we haven't talked about probably would be a good thing as I elongate this to try and find them in front of me. Um, the uh, alpine skiing, we had the men's downhill was uh, postponed till today. And uh, is it Beat Fuse of Switzerland took the gold? Johan Clary, who became the oldest ever male alpine skier to win a medal, 41 years old, if you don't mind. Uh, he took the silver. And Matthias Meyer, he could have become the first ever male to win the downhill twice. He didn't. He got bronze. Uh, but uh, good for him. Uh, I'm sure he's very happy with another medal around his neck. Uh, but at least he's not like that choker, Mr. McMorris, and winning three bronze in a row. Jesus Christ. Um, a bit of a boil over in the women's giant slalom. Uh, Michaela Schifrin, the USA GOAT. If I hear the word GOAT one more time in these Olympics, I swear to fucking God. Um, but the GOAT crashed out basically on what, like the 10th gate or something like that. So pff, she's a fucking GOAT. Then. Jesus Christ. I didn't even see that. What? Didn't you see this? No, she she was out. She was It was quick. She basically well, I like was got sleeping, out. And I think what it, yeah, I think I was well, sleeping not, when it happened, but not good enough, Colin. You should know this. You should just wake up and go, oh, Macau Schifrin crashed out. <laughs> like it just should straight away be in your in your brain. Um Sarah Hector of Sweden, the gold, uh Brioni of Italy, the silver, and Bremi Gu of uh Switzerland. They're a good day for uh Switzerland in the Alpine skiing. They'll be uh Skiing up the hills are alive and all that kind of stuff going on there. Um, the biathlon. Uh, Jared, did you catch much of the biathlon today? Not say I caught any of it. No, no, no. Well, that's a bit of a shame. Uh, Colin, catch much of the biathlon when you woke up? Did you? I caught zero no, of caught- the biathlon. All right. Well, I'll update you both on how it went. Breaking news in the biathlon. Uh, the women's 15-kilometer individual, and as I predicted, uh, Denise Herman of Germany took the gold. Thoroughly deserved by Denise. Good good, good biathloning out there. She really did well. Um, Anne Chevlar-Boucher of France took the silver. And Norway's Marte Olser-Rosiland took the bronze. And I can tell you that Megan Banks of Canada... 33rd, she'd be pretty happy with that. That's uh, Canada's gold in biathlon, I think. Uh, Emma Lunda, 67th, and hey, no, she's Swiss. Uh, Emily Dixon, <laughs> 70th. Oh, a lot of Canadians in this one. Sarah Budry, 80th. And uh, I'm seeing here that, um, yeah, Susan Quelm of Estonia, she'll be disappointed with 82nd. She she was expecting at least a top 60. So, um, yeah, she'll, she'll be rethinking her life after... That one there. Um, also today. Um, <laughs> Am I the only one that heard it? She needs to go home and rethink her life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Colin. Uh, that was the joke. Jared, how does that rate on the Jared joke scale? Five. Oh, <laughs> harsh. Harsh but fair. On the Oz uh, Network, the it goes of- over much bigger. <laughs> 
Uh, the team event in the figure skating, uh, Rock took the gold, USA silver. Uh, isn't their third silver in a row, is it? Or uh, second silver in a row in that event? And Japan, the bronze, as we know, Canada fourth. Uh, we can't claim a medal because James Brown um, did not skate in that one, unfortunately. So uh, Jason Brown, not James Brown. <laughs> um, I mean, if James Brown wants to skate, I feel good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how he would go out there, but, I mean, he can try. Um, other medals decided today. Uh, we went over the snowboarding, obviously. Uh, big ones in the speed skating. This is actually pretty incredible. Uh, the legendary Irene Wurst. Wurst the, we know who we're talking about. Uh, she became the first ever athlete, male or female, at either the Summer or the Winter Olympics to win a individual gold medal at five consecutive Olympics. So well done, Irene. Not all in the same event, but uh, she done that. She done that in an Olympic record too. At her last Olympics, uh, she takes the gold ahead of Miho Takagi of Japan and Antoinette de Jong, the bronze for the Netherlands. And for Canada, Ivani Blondin, 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 13th. Uh, Madison Pierman was 24th. Uh, Colin, were you expecting better from Madison there? Uh, I think that's the first time I've heard <laughs> Madison's name. So <laughs> I was well, expecting nothing. You can still, I can say you can answer the question. I guess you just did. So uh, there you go. Um, but uh, yes, uh, great, great there. For, uh, did you see that, Jared? I, I ended up catching that. I got back to the hotel after curling and here was Irene uh, celebrating another bloody guy. Well, it's about her 12th Olympic medal now. So uh, as you do. Yeah, I didn't see it, but amazing achievement. Far out. Yeah, indeed. What What is it with the Dutch and the skaters? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's redonkulous. I, um... I have no clue. Maybe I need to go to the Netherlands and they can teach you how to skate and then I can learn how to curl better. So um, potentially on that one there. Uh, just quickly as well, um, in the ice hockey, uh, obviously I said Canada 6, uh, Rock 1. Uh, Denmark got their very first ever Olympic win in men's or women's hockey. Of course, both men and women making their debut at these Olympics. 3-2 over the Czechs, if you don't mind. And uh, there's still two more games to go. They're starting in about 10 minutes. China and Sweden and Switzerland versus Finland. Um, Jared, what did you watch today? Uh, I caught a fair bit of the um, men's downhill and then the women's giant slalom. Um, A little bit of the slope style, not much. Uh, a bit of the curling and then also some of the skiing, um, skiing big air, which can't say it's a great event. You're not a fan? No, I think the big air works for the snowboard, but the skis, I think the, the ski slope style is better than the ski big air. Aww. It's just not enough. It's just it's all spinning and not enough flips. Like they need to go uh, upside down more. I, I'm more intrigued about the fact that Beijing have literally put this next to a nuclear like power plant. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm expecting expecting these people to like fly into the stacks. Do they get bonus points for that? Like, what is this? Like, welcome to Beijing. Did you ever play, did you ever play Tony Hawk's pro skater? Yeah. Yeah. It, this just reminds me of a level in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like it's the nuclear fallout level. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. It actually is ridiculous that this is what they have done. Um, but 
very proud of China of their nuclear. And like, I love the fact that the stacks have a giant Beijing logo on them. Like, it's not just like it's just like <laughs> this is the local nuclear plant. Let's fucking brand these things. Um, so it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, Colin, did you catch any of that? Uh, the the big air in the freestyle yeah. skiing. And what did you think of it? Do you agree with uh, Jared's assessment of it? I think uh, I agree with him that um, I probably prefer big air for snowboarding more than skiing, but I prefer slope style better for skiing than I do snowboard. Um, I don't, I don't hate uh, the, the, the big air though. Um, I actually, I, I watched it only for maybe about 15, 20 minutes uh, more so because I was looking to see what coverage NBC had because CBC was re-airing um, uh, just some old events instead of actually cutting to stuff that was live. Uh, I don't know why, but um, they're taking their cues from Channel 7. Am I allowed to say that? Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Channel 7 are perfect. They would never do that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, yeah, I was actually, what I was more surprised about was that the, the big air was getting the coverage over the figure skating, which I mean, figure skating, that is the number one, ratings grab for uh for for america and nbc and they had a team in the finals it's just uh, they, they didn't care apparently um what else I, I i did watch some of the figure skating actually um my my number one uh memory of the olympics from now until the end of time will be the fact that uh when eric radford and vanessa james skated last night uh we were had already put the twins to bed we were getting ready to put casper to bed and we put it on and he just sat down and watched it quietly to the point where we're like, are you okay, Casper? Are you there? And he's like, ooh, wow. <laughs> uh, it is the stillest that child has been ever. The <laughs> quietest that child has been ever. And I woke up this morning and recorded that routine so that I could play it every single night before he goes to bed because um, it, it, it calmed him. And he, he wasn't falling asleep to it. Uh, in fact, he was very into it. He, he was commenting every once in a while. And then as soon as it was over and it got to, I think, uh, the Japanese skaters that went next, he actually fell asleep watching it, which, again, has never happened. So I slept well last night because of Eric Radford and Vanessa James. Thank you. Uh, um, I'm going to watch figure skating every night now. Uh, and then, as I said, I, I fell asleep to the slope style last night after watching the, uh, the curling in between. Can I just actually really quickly, before I say what I watched... Um, Jared, do you find that I remember growing up when you watched the Winter Olympics, like figure skating was just shown to death. Like they just they showed it like so fucking much. Whereas now, I feel like it never gets shown. Like they showed a little bit of the I think a replay tonight during prime time, just a little bit. But um I don't know, is it just me or do we Australia not seem to care about the figure skating? I mean they will a bit tomorrow, Brandon Carey's out in the ice, but um yeah, I, I don't know if that's just me or not. I feel like they never show it live. Like this Olympics, the figure skating, I feel is like their fallback of uh, we've got to fill in some time. Let's go to this. Cause I feel like more so than other events, it takes up a lot more time. So I feel like they can fill larger chunks with it. So it does seem to come up. Like I've, I think I've seen it every day, but I'm always like, I already know the result of this because it was on like two hours ago. Um, I watched, um, yeah, a lot of things. Uh, the big air, I watched curling, uh, some of the downhill, some of the giant slalom. I saw Irene Wust, Wust, Wust win the, um, the the gold. And when I got back to the hotel, uh, some short track. Um, didn't see any ice hockey, which I, I wanted to watch. It's just, it's tricky sometimes. Um, and 
yeah, I, I think I caught most things today, just obviously not the ice hockey. One thing I should also mention, uh, last night, obviously, we had a couple of medals that were decided once we hit stop on the record in the ski jumping. Uh, Raihu Kobayashi, gold for Japan, which apparently is the very first time Japan have won a ski jumping gold medal, medal not on home soil. So uh, they'd be happy with that. Uh, Manuel Fetner of Austria, the silver, and David Kubacci of Poland, the bronze. And in the luge, uh, Johannes Ludwig, gold for Germany, Wolfgang Kindle, um, I'm sure he reads himself, I guess, uh, silver for Austria, and Dominic Fischnaller of Italy. Bro, how's that in the Jared Joke scale? Jer- yeah, it's that, that's like got to be below. Oh, come yeah, on. I was going to say, it's a three or lower. <laughs> was a, I, there was definitely a joke there, but I just don't think that was the one to go for. <laughs> well, come on, then you do better. I was waiting for it. <laughs> See, it was predictable. Jared, can, you, can you start making up the actual the scoring cards? Like, and you can just hold up three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we expect them by tomorrow night. Um, but we should mention uh, another absolutely fantastic result. Uh, Alex Falazzo off the podiums. Alex Falazzo, uh, 16th place. The first time an Australian has ever finished in the top 20 in luge. Um, so uh, great, great result for Alex. And he's pumped. He was, he was, he was over the moon with that. So um, great result. And um, yeah, similar to the curling. I'm sad I didn't get a little bit more coverage today. We got some. So um, I guess. We can uh, we can say that one as well. Um, breaking news in the curling: after four ends, Norway two, Britain three, and after four ends, Sweden zero, Italy five. <laughs> Colin, Mamma Mia, what's going on here? Italy peaking four years too early, I feel here. They should be doing this at home ice, shouldn't they, in four years? Oh, but imagine if they can do this here now. Imagine what they're going Ooh. to do in four years. Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. I mean, I, Italy have never finished higher than seventh in curling at the Olympics before in any event. This is the first time. They're, 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 they're only one spot above Australia in the world rankings. So we, we missed our chance here, Jared. This could have been us. That's right. If we'd won that first match, like I said, we would have been on a roll and that would have been oh. us undefeated. Jeez. Um... Breaking news in the ski jumping. Um, Canada are currently in third place. Um, having said that, though, uh, it's I think we've uh, we've Canada have jumped uh, more than others at the moment. So it looks like uh, based on how the scores are working. So. so- so, we are. I know that you're still so. Um, so. <laughs> I know that you're still claiming the curse is existing until uh, we get a gold. But you're telling me that uh, Ali and Abby could be our first OTP medalists of the games. They, they could be, and this could be Ben Waterworth's first ever solo medal, like solo interview medals here. Um, I mean, th- this is as good as a gold if they get a fucking bronze in ski jumping. Like, yeah, no that's. No disrespect to Abby and Ali, like absolutely love chatting to them. They're great, but like I don't think realistically we ever put them on our list as potential medalists. So, well, um, no. we just jinx it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they just lost a limb. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <That's fantastic. laughs> um, us. I uh, believe not even in this event. So, uh, Casey Larson, uh, we're not we're not we're not battling off the podium guests. Oh, breaking news in the curling: Italy six, Sweden nothing. If you don't mind. Uh, Great Britain four, Norway two. 
So, um, yeah, and, and sadly, Firkin Arkar didn't make it through to the, the A final, so he's firked it up there, basically. Um, Kyle, I don't know if you've got any other Canadian results for me. I, you haven't really been doing your job lately, but, uh, I mean, we've, we've done Australia. Brendan Corey, that's it. We're, 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 that's all we had today. So, um, any anything else you want to talk about today? Nah. <laughs> Okay, um, I think you had somebody do really well in the downhill, did you not? Yeah, fourth. James Crawford was fourth in the downhill. Oh, was uh, he? Yeah, I caught um, I caught him crossing the line. <laughs> Naughty boy, shouldn't have crossed the line. Bad, bad Canadian James. Um, There's not even a smile. I'm guessing that's a one or a two, right, Jared? Ah, <laughs> oh, that was that was better than uh, the the Kindle joke, I think. Um, but because uh, I, I I've seen a lot of like posts on social media uh, from Team Canada in the lead up about sort of him doing well in the World Cup, and I don't know if downhill who's event or not. But um, yeah, the fourth in the downhill is pretty good. Uh, Valerie Griner in the giant slalom, Cassidy Gray, um, they uh, apparently pulled a Michaela because they also did not finish. So maybe they just idolise her and were like, hey, oh my god, Michaela crashed, so will we. Um, so that's what they did. Um, yeah, if Colin can't be bothered. I mean, I went through the I went through the curling, went through the figure skating. Um, you actually, I should be talking about the free ski, the big air, because you had the number one qualifier in that. Uh, Megan Oldham uh, went through to the final in first place, and you also have another finalist too, and Olivia Asselin. Colin, oh, so good for uh, them. I sh- I should have kept watching it on NBC's coverage because CBC couldn't be bothered. <laughs> wouldn't are they just being endless about Eileen Goo? Basically, no. Um, yeah, she just uh, Jared, are you on the Goo train? Uh, you know, <laughs> no. no. Although our commentator got a shout out. Yes, she did. You did. See that interview? Um, it was great. I no, I didn't see it, but I heard about it in the meeting afterwards, and uh, the. Channel 7 were happy about that. Let's just say that. Um, I just love that she was being interviewed by Channel 7 and then like, do you want to say a shout out to like anybody who helped you get here? And then she's like, oh, there's this person. Um, she's in Australia. She's commentating for, I think it's like Channel 7. And yeah. then her interviewing her was like, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saying to Colin that off air, I was like, imagine like, uh, she thinks she'd be Channel 9. Oh, we've got to go back to the studio now. Um, <laughs> thanks for your time, Eileen. Uh, I think... Channel 7 are pretty desperate, I think, to uh, have her win just so that they can play Come On Eileen, um, basically, is a celebration song. Um, uh, you did have a male qualifier through as well in the men's. Evan McEachern uh, through. McEachern. Yep, that's the one. Uh, a Spanish skier by the name of Javier Liso is through. When I think of Spain, I think of skiing. Uh, they did bid for the Winter Olympics, actually, at one point, so there must be snow there somewhere. Uh, the women's luge has started right now. There's uh, no Australians. Are there Canadians? I'm sure there is. Uh, Makina Hodgson is currently sitting in 19th after one run. Good for her. Alex is better. Um, short track, the women's final is just about to begin here. So a uh, potential other medal going on here for Kim. Uh, are you watching this right now, Jared and Colin, or are you, what are you thinking about this? I'm not watching, watching the curling, so, so no. All oh, right, Jared, Jared's, on, Jared's on the curling, um, as, as we all should be. Colin not watching a potential gold medal, but okay, sure. Um, <laughs> You you got you guys do you uh, I I can't control that and we went over the speed skating so that's what I love about the Winter Olympics it's just you know like, like that's it that's kind of you're done breaking news in the ski jumping 
Canada is currently now in second place. But I do what? believe you. I do believe you are jumping first. So I think your next uh, jumper did I just go. Don't, if if it ends before we go off the air, do not tell me because I want to be able to watch that. Okay, so I can see here that Ali's jumped. Uh, then Steve, Ma- shut up. <laughs> Matthew Sukup has jumped. Um, hey, shut up! All right, la, 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 la. I'm not giving you scores. I'm just telling you who's jumped. Um, and I thought like- you were giving me live commentary. Ali jumped. <laughs> no, no. I'm literally looking at the start sheet. So I think Abby's just jumped. So you've got uh, Mackenzie Boyd Klaus left to jump. So, um, wow, this is whew, okay. Um, Japan's dropped down the order a little bit as well. Poland, usually very good. Uh, not so good right now. Um, okay. Uh, what else do we? What do we do on this show? I have no idea. Um, fails. Commentary fails. Uh, Colin, anything for you today? I I have literally nothing. Um, our cool. figure skating commentary is minimal, which is what I watched last night. Our curling commentary is very, very expert and precise which i think is you've already heard plus we have a former guest who does it so good job mike harris and uh the snowboarding i was too drowsy to pay attention to what they were saying so um i'm gonna assume that everybody was on their a-game just like channel seven what an amazing day for channel seven today seriously just absolutely perfect still so good and that 12 o'clock to 2 30 shift oh my god joanna griggs just absolutely on point so good uh jared any commentary fails for you Follow that. I follow don't have that. anything to add. It was you're right. It was just it was flawless. Um, it probably helped that I, I had it on in the background on mute. <laughs> um, so I mean, if they're failing while it's on mute, that's very impressive. So they haven't got to that level quite yet. I'm just I'm waiting for us to get complaints. Like you guys have sold out, man. Like you know you were funny back in Tokyo when you would back out Australian coverage. Now no, you you've just sold out. Uh, before we get to some of our day things, and I've got a clip to play special uh, guest as well on the show today. Just uh, I I want to go through the fan. The fan messages are just not the same. Like they're just you know they're just because they I think they monitor them now and they have an admin or something like that. I don't know, but. There was a couple of stories here that I just wanted to um, read uh, a little bit. Um, in the figure skating, there was an American-born skater by the name of uh, Zhu Yi who went to skate for China. And she fell over, basically, on her first attempt at a trick into the wall. And apparently China are just absolutely ripping shit out into her. So Weibo, the sort of the Chinese Twitter uh, apparently, the hashtag Zhu Yi has fallen, uh, was trending, um, and gained 200 million views in just a few hours. Um, and they're apparently just ripping shit into her because they were like, why is this American competing for China? Uh, just a so, note to China, if you're listening, don't watch the men's hockey. Uh, yes, Colin. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't know if they've said it over there, but the, the bigger part of that story is because China has recruited a lot of athletes from other places, including That's America. Uh, didn't know yeah, that. they have. Yeah, they they <laughs> they they went on a little bit of a recruiting uh, trip, I guess. <laughs> but um, none of the other athletes are getting the same criticism. Uh, 
the main thing it's come down to is apparently she doesn't really speak the language and oh. the people in China are taking more offense to that. It's not even necessarily the fall. I mean, she, she could have been flawless and still probably taken the same abuse just because she doesn't know the language, which I'm not going to say I agree or disagree with it. Uh, you know, I, 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 I still kind of have trouble when I see athletes from another country. It's different if you have, you already have kind of that citizenship and you've, you know, uh, maintained some of that uh, country as part of your heritage. But uh, when you're representing a country and you are not able to conduct an interview in that country, maybe you're not going to be the most popular athlete. Not that she deserves the type of abuse she's getting, but you can kind of see it. Well, look, I, I counter that. Screw you, Colin, for saying that sort of stuff. I mean, we had Dale Smith and we took him. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't think he spoke any language. He just kind of answered his runs, <laughs> but that's why we love him. You know, it's like, Dale, you just want to go. Am I allowed to say this, um, Jared? Is um is Jakara a bit of a Dale? Uh, she's uh, I mean I love Jakara, great great girl, gold medal. Yes, we can't complain. But um, yeah, I mean I I just I don't know how I feel about some of her interviews. Not a lot coming out. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. Am I am I being a bit of a dick here? Because we we do want Jakara on the show. I feel like she's slightly more charismatic than Dale. Well, I mean, although Dale her biggest moment big... though, which it was. Her hugging Brit and then Brit crying, which like almost like set me off because, oh, no. Brit, love you, Brit. Oh. I didn't I actually. The point sister or something? Oh, who cares about that? We've got Brit. Let's talk about it off the podium, guess. Um, when we were actually at the curling, they've got the big screen up there and they were, you know, showing Channel 7. How convenient. And they were showing a Brit interview and I, I haven't seen it. And like Brit was obviously uh, having a bit of a cry. So did, did you see that interview at all? Jared, was there anything of note in that? I didn't. I did not see the Brit interview. Oh, Jared, you just have a, today. <laughs> I have a quick question, though, because, uh, I mean, you're going to have more coverage of this, but I, I think I've told you before, at least I've told you, Ben, in the past, that, uh, you know, the Australian mogul skiers tend to be very reserved um, with the media, even in person. You know, you basically see what, as soon as they're done, they're they're bolting, they're out of there. <laughs> you know, they're, or they're off in a corner hiding or something. Uh, Brit is sort of like the the one who's, very bubbly and maybe it's because she was on top for so long she did so much more media than the others but like for somebody like matt or 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 brody or sophie i mean are, are they uh more energetic with the media or are they all kind of like jakara or dale look i think i've only really seen um matt uh, cooper woods was brilliant the other day uh his interviews he was fucking fantastic like i don't know if you know who mick fanning is colin a very famous surfer and basically, Cooper must be a massive Mick Fanning fan. So they got Mick Fanning to send a message to Cooper Woods. And so, like, once I think it was Richo was doing the interview, you know, and like Cooper's just like, he's all, he's almost a bit like a test Cody. He's almost like going like, are you? Like, he was just, he was great. But then at one point, Richo's like, oh, so we got Mick Fanning to uh, send you a message. He was like, what? Really? Oh, I've got to see this. Like, and I'm like thinking like, that'd be me. I wanted, you know, he didn't win a medal, but like made an Olympic final. And they're like, so we've got Natalie Portman to send you. What? <laughs> Like, I wouldn't, you know, it's a Ledecker stand. Where? Where? Where is she? Um, but, uh, and, yeah, I mean, Matt, show, like, he he broke down the other day when he got interviewed, which a lot of Australia, like, that was a bit hard to watch because, like, he was just, he was crying. And he's definitely one, I think, that doesn't show a lot of emotion. But, um, no, I think Brit, Brit steals that. I haven't really seen much with um, Sophie, so I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I... Talked to her a little bit on Twitter the other day and uh, she's keen to come on the show. So, um, you know, just 
if if yep okay cool all right um before um before we yes. move on okay, one thing cool. i wanted to add and i don't know if either of you have seen this but um obviously we're used to now in the summer olympics you know um the the relays for swimming or even in the individual events or sprinting when we get the the, the walk-ups you know the big entrance and they get their poses uh, is anybody else really annoyed by the figure skating teams doing that before they have the judging I they'll don't... all strike the same pose oh is this like the is this like the whole eurovision little kiss and cry thing is that what you're talking about yeah Look, I saw bits of it, Jared. You're the uh, the absolute Eurovision expert. I mean, kind of. What what do you think? Because I, 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 it's it is very Eurovision. I think sitting at their little tables on the uh, the tally room floor. See, I haven't seen the posing. I've only seen the dancing to the music, which is just it doesn't annoy me, but it's just cringe. Yeah, I haven't seen that. So okay, I'm I'm missing out. Um, yeah, I, I I've got no comment to add, Colin. I'm sorry. I apologize. I should have done my. Uh, research a little bit more. Um, I've got the ski jumping open now because we're literally down to the last jumpers. Um, so this is... I will give my opinions on it when I see it for tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm telling you now, you might have to uh, mute it um, because, yeah, uh, they're, they're about to do uh, group four by the looks of things. And it's down to... I love this ski jumping course. Have you guys seen it? Like this UFO like kind of thing hovering over the course. Like it's fantastic. It is so amazing to look at. This is better than the freaking um the the stacks of the nuclear power going on. So um they're so tiny, are they not? Sorry, I'm just I'm enthralled by this ski jumping, Colin. You need to go away, I think, if you don't really want to be spoiled. Um I really should also quickly look at breaking news in the curling. Uh <laughs> After six ends, Norway five, Britain four. They just got three on that end, the Norwegians. So look out. And um, Italy six, Sweden one after six. So Sweden finally get on the it's ball. It's comeback. Come on, Oscar, use those chiseled features, a beautiful body. Um, all right, the Czech Republic are jumping right now. So uh, they're, anyway, I'm distracted. Um... Uh, let's, let's throw to a chat I had today. Uh, we're doing well on the guests, aren't we? Uh, three in a row. This is good. Um, Marnie Vinyl. Now she is a fellow researcher at Channel 7 at the moment. She actually worked on the Tokyo Olympics as well. And she actually hosts some podcasts on her own. Uh, so got to talking. She seemed very keen to want to come on as a guest. So, uh, I said, yes. I want to bring more female representation to this show because I'm sick of staring at these two all the time. So uh, I had a bit of a chat with Marnie and this is how that chat went. Continuing a bit of a trend on the show, getting special guests. We never do this in the Olympics. We usually do stupid things like commentary and now we're getting guests on because apparently that's better. Uh, I am excited to be speaking with a fellow researcher working on the games in Melbourne at Channel 7 Money final. I did it. I did it. You did. You pronounced that perfectly. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I feel like as a researcher, I'm very much working behind the scenes. So it's so nice to feel a bit shiny and be asked some questions. You're welcome. I mean, I hope you're not expecting good questions. Um, I mean, this is off the podium. Uh, you know, we usually ask people about like, draw us a picture of their favourite animal and 
shit like that. So oh, you can swear, by the way. I didn't probably tell you that. That is uh, very handy to okay, know. Okay, just just yeah, just, yeah. To, just to let you know. Um, so uh, first question for you. This is the first Winter Games you've worked on. What is your opinion of the Winter Games versus the Summer Games? Is it something you usually pay attention to when you're not working on them, or is this something that you, bonus I get to learn a lot more about them? And you didn't know much about them before. It's definitely the latter. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit ashamed to say that I don't know that much about the winter sports, at least coming into the games, but that's made it so or like so much more exciting because I've been able to learn about all these new sports and I am quickly becoming a fan of so many of them, in particular, curling. I was going to say, <laughs> you did post yesterday on social media that you've become the, the biggest curling fan. So had, had you never seen it before or just didn't really pay attention to it before? I have some Canadian friends. Right. So I had heard of it before. Mm-hmm. I had seen clips or images, but in my head... I just assumed it was we're sweeping towards the bullseye, whoever gets closest, that's it. I didn't realise how much strategy and tactics are in it, how much of a mind game it is. It was so thrilling. Oh, my goodness. Kind of like just waiting to exhale, cheering them on. And the Aussies did so well. I'm such a fan of Tali and Dean now. I'm going to be following them on socials and following their careers as they continue. I'll see them again in, what, 20. 26 will be the next one? It will be, yes. Might, and as we were saying yesterday, we might be challenging them for a spot if we do well in curling tonight. So you never know. It could be something that kind of leads into that. But, it, I mean, it's exciting for the sport, isn't it? That yeah. it's Obviously, at the Olympics, they've been there. They've done so well. I mean, they beat freaking Canada, like overshadowed by a gold and a bronze medal, obviously, by Australia. But, I mean, we beat Canada. This should be talked about so much more this is a massive thing so what a perfect way and their coach as well john morris i mean they've been eliminated today so we kind of uh, fucked them over with that win we did and we were talking earlier you and i uh, this morning about how they should release some australian specific yes. curling merch because i would be wearing that proudly well i'm sure with your canadian friends like i mean god curling merch is a thing right i mean they're showing curling at like you know prime time tv every night in canada so um make it happen to get the dean and tarly shirts going up i i I don't know team you were coming you were trying to come up with a name for them weren't you the other day like the the broomers or something like this so get a a name like we do for all our other sports and sell the merch with it yeah yeah so i had the two names i put a poll up on my socials between the sweeperoos instead of socceroos mm-hmm. and the broomers you know kind of playing off I work. I boomers like i don't yeah. feel like i don't yep. i shouldn't have had to explain that i, I well, trust your audience <laughs> some of the canadians are probably going hey, what, what does that mean so you know colin yeah we just ignore him he's all right okay okay well yeah in australia we name all of our teams you know Matildas, Wallabies, Diamonds. Diamonds is a bit... It doesn't really fit the... No, it doesn't. It doesn't really fit I've always them. wondered about that one. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. with the curling team, Sweeperoos, Broomers, if you have any other suggestions, please. Well, I mean, our ice hockey team are the Mighty Roos, yeah. so the Sweeperoos works extremely well. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll keep an eye on that. Are there other sports that you've either watched and done research on that you've also found surprisingly entertaining or are there ones that you're sort of looking forward to more that haven't started yet? I mean, all of the ones with the Aussies because we don't have a huge amount of Aussies. We, I mean, we have a lot more than usual. There's 43 in these Olympics, which is very, very exciting. Just to interrupt, very proud of you that you remember. Like, your research job is doing very well. Channel 7 <laughs> should be proud. <laughs> Thank you so much. Not Thank of me, so but that's another story. They absolutely should be of you. Everybody's <laughs> raving about your knowledge. I oh, like you stop. Out- I just wanted you to inflate my ego. There you go, Colin and Jared. Listen to this. There you go. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um... 
I lost my train. Oh, yeah. So there was, there's just so many Aussies that every single day I'm just kind of like seeing what events they're in. Well, actually, I'm working a day ahead. So whatever, whatever events they're in. And those are the ones that I'll be watching. But the ones that have really taken my fancy, I mean, obviously, it's got to be Tess Cody and Jakara Anthony. You! Sorry. Oh, incredible, <laughs> incredible. And just to see young women, oh, like, I just can't even breathe and my whole body hurts, like, in anticipation watching them. Like, I, I'm i a runner. That's as far as my extreme sports go. You go for the bobsled, where you see Brie and Kiara in action next week, you know? This is true. This is true. So I'm kind of just in awe of watching all of these sports. It just doesn't seem humanly possible. So as a new fan who doesn't really understand that much logistically, I'm just like, what is... Like, how? Yeah. What is actually going on? Like, I feel like my eyes are deceiving me a little bit. It's, I mean, look, we like to say on the show that these are the real Olympics because, you know, no disrespect to our summer. We love the Summer Olympics, but, you know, when you've got 30-odd sports, there's a couple of duds, whereas, yeah, the winter's 15. There's no duds amongst it. And, and particularly people go, oh, curling's a dud. No, Australia's gone curling crazy. So not a dud. Like, I don't have to watch a sled dance. No disrespect to dressage, but, I mean, come on. Like, do we, do we really want to watch that? No. I'm sorry if you're a massive dressage and we didn't discuss this. Favorite, like, Ben, I'm on the dressage board. You shouldn't say that. But, um, yeah, I mean, what's your, what's your least favourite summer sport? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Oh, no. I don't, I want to be like a mum. I love them all. <laughs> That's not true. Come on. No one likes a dressage. Okay, I mean, yeah, equestrian, obviously, <laughs> is not my top. <laughs> Sailing, like, you know, we could do it a bit more to entertain it. You know, oh, it's, rowing. I mean, yeah. we actually did really well in the summers last year, so I should probably be a bigger fan of rowing, but <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you're going backwards to win, it kind of, you know. I mean, you're an Essendon supporter, I have to bring it up. Yeah, so I'm used to that, I'm used to just yeah. on the tail end. Now, I, need, I need to ask you this then, just random topic on, on that topic. What, why Essendon? Um, you know, just is this a grew up in Essendon family connection, you know? I actually get asked this a bit because there's no obvious connection. So right. I grew up in New South Wales, so I grew up uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs, if that uh, means yeah, yeah, yeah. much. Yep. So I grew up in NRL territory, met Russell Crowe when I was a kid, so I was kind of Eight. just really taken. Yep. Um, and then I moved to Melbourne in 2013, so quite a while ago, almost 10 years wow, ago Wow, jeez. Yeah. You should know the place very well then, I would um, And I knew a bit about AFL, but not too much, and it happened to be my first boyfriend who went for Essendon. Uh, I know, I don't really love that origin story, but he just took <laughs> me to all of these games, uh, and I just fell in love with the team and I remember the first game where like I knew more stats than he did about certain players and I was like I'm here I'm cemented I'm in the heart of this team now and we've now split but Essendon I guess is my true love. I was going to say and that's why you two are no longer together (laughs) because you realize that so you've gone for them they've never even won a final so um well the most bizarre part (laughs) is I started to become a fan Mm. during the drug saga oh so you were the only one basically yeah so (laughs) where everyone's just like ooh wait are you trying to tell us something here like you (laughs) say oh I love drugs just uh go for that that's interesting that's that's Mm -hmm. very interesting Mm -hmm. actually um I guess for Colin and non-AFL fans as a Carlton supporter I'm meant to hate Essendon you know we're not meant to get along but I actually 93 to show my age when you won the grand final mm-hmm. um, I at halftime was very sad mm-hmm. and I said to my dad I'm like dad can I go for Essendon and he's like you can for the rest of this game if you ever say that again I'm kicking you out in the street <laughs> again I was six so you know that's... Oh, similar with Sydney Roosters ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so how did you end up going for the Rabbitohs then if you like oh no my dad with the Sydney Roosters oh, would be saying that because right, um, okay. yeah he indoctrinated me into the Rabbitohs but he's a South he's, he's a South Australian crow 
Ah. Yeah, so he goes to all Adelaide Crows. All place, interesting. Because he was born in Adelaide, so he goes for all the Adelaide teams except... Yep. Port Adelaide? Oh, yeah, he's not into oh, Port Adelaide. Oh, would go for them if you go he's for He's not Adelaide. into right. Port Adelaide. Jeez, right. <laughs> okay. So then, yeah. I mean, I'm a shark supporter in the NRL. Mm. You, you don't like the shark? I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't mind the Rabbitohs. I was... I mean, unfortunately, it just makes me... It just conjures a image of Scotty Morrison. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. I, like, the thing I hate about that, too, is that when I got asked my opinion on Scott Morrison and I've been out of the country, I'm like, I don't really know much. He goes for a good rugby team. <laughs> That's all I say, basically. Which, okay, on yeah, the topic yeah. of supporting, we'll get back to the Olympics in a second. Now, I mean, I don't know how much of the ice hockey you've watched yet, mm-hmm. um, but do you have a, a hockey team in the NHL knowing that you do? Okay, all right. I do, all I right. do. This is a deal breaker. The Canucks? Well, this has been fun. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a well-known fact if you don't live in Vancouver, go for Canucks, everyone hates the Canucks. Having lived near Vancouver, I actually, look, my ex goes to the Canucks and I never minded the Canucks, but I'm a Flames, I'm a Flames and Ducks. I cheat mm-hmm. by going for two, so, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, okay. They're not the worst Canadian team, so. What are the worst Edmonton. Canadian team? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, look, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, that question yeah. there with that. Uh, back to the Olympics then, so... Right now, uh, we're obviously recording this on day three. We're mm-hmm. a gold and a bronze. Mm-hmm. As you said, uh, great job by our women, but so many more to come. Laura, mm-hmm. uh, Brie. Yeah. Uh, you know, so many more great ones. And obviously with men, you know, Scotty still mm-hmm. to come as well, looking ahead to some of those ones. I mean, if you had to predict right now medals, what are you thinking? Where will we end up on? We've got two already, Ooh. so what are you thinking? I feel like this is so dangerous because I don't want to G myself up. Oh, this is why we're doing this deliberately so we can play this in like a week and a half ago. Well, she was wrong. Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's get two more medals. Okay. Crack that record, that magical break the three. Yeah, I want to break the record. Mm -hmm. I don't want to set us up for another gold. Okay. Let's see if we can get another silver. All right, yeah. So gold, silver, and then maybe two bronzes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that seems achievable because Australia... We do well. We mm-hmm. don't do amazingly in winters yet. Yet. Well, yet. Exactly. Well, I, th- I think the fact that if we can win any medal at a Winter Olympics, it is an amazing achievement given yeah. where we are. We are literally baking our asses off in this car right oh now. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're sitting in my car, <laughs> so we're away from the wind, but I don't have air conditioning and I... Because, it's yeah, all right. We just sweat. we wanted we want to actually be like, we're so bored watching <laughs> snow and cold, we're like, we want to sweat right now. Uh, we are... Are you, are you, are you, I'm asking you this on air. This is embarrassing. Are you still coming curling tonight, or is this a thing that you're not going to anymore? Well, I'm actually going on ABC Radio tonight now instead. Oh, all right. Well, should have asked that off. That's all right. We're very professional on the show. We'll keep that in. Well, when Joe and I go curling, uh, we'll be sure to send you pictures. Oh, and... I'm so jealous. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> well, it's I really next week as well. Curling. Okay, so, I'll come next week. Yeah, next week. Oh, uh, you can you can book me in if ABC call and say come on radio talk about the Winter Olympics. I'll say. I can't. I'm sorry. But this is where we turn around and say, well, off the podium is more important than ABC Radio. I mean, did ABC Radio get nominated for a Sports Podcast Award? I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) So, come on, ABC. Uh, What are you doing? Exactly. Uh, It has been a pleasure, Marnie, talking to you. I'm sure we will get you on again during these games. Please. Yes, because you are pestering me a lot. It's like, like, man, let me There's lots to say. Actually, hang on. And where are these five jokes? (laughs) I I actually started to look up the Winter (laughs) Olympics jokes just to right. be prepared but then you know actual work got in the way unfortunately do, do but you at least have one maybe that you could share with us or? they were all so bad good the bad of the better again you're on the, off the podium oh so i said the bad of the better that's not even a sentence this is exactly what i'm trying to say to you oh my goodness 
I'm really letting the team down. I want to see if, like, the, my latest um, Google has them up. Right, see, Ray came in just as we swapped over just then in the shift, and he's just like, oh, she's been looking them up. She's been, you know, and I'm just like, well. Well, I started reading some to him, and he was like, these are all really good. <laughs> He's a dad. He should be liking them, right? Like, come on, dad jokes. This is this is the goal. Oh, I just looked up Winter Olympic jokes, and yep. the first one is just about women in curling. So you can imagine okay. what we're dealing with. Yeah, no, we don't want those. I mean, I could say a Winter Olympic joke, the Canadian mixed doubles curling team. Oh, oh too soon. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Colin. They're oh, coming on the show in a couple of weeks as well. Thanks, thanks, John and Rachel. We appreciate it. I feel like you will have a better job at reading this one out than me. Okay. Why do Canadians do well in the Winter Olympics? <laughs> because they always bring their A game. Uh, <laughs> that's actually quite good. Is it good? That's like that's like my favourite Canadian joke. How do you spell Canada? C A N A D A. You can use that one, Marnie. Thank you, and uh, we will chat to you again. Thank you so soon. much. Appreciate it. And there you go. She's a Vancouver Canuck supporter, Colin. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, as long as she's not an Ottawa Senator supporter. Well, I mean, why? That's. Is that worse than being a um, Edmonton fan? Like, you know, no. <laughs> I mean, no. All right, uh, Jared. I mean, you're yes. very anti Vancouver, aren't you? Yeah, all <laughs> Leafs fans hate Vancouver, right? <laughs> well, all Leafs fans hate everyone because they just can't win. Um, breaking news in the speed skating, uh, the short track. Um, Colin, do you want to be spoiled or not? Uh, sure, you can spoil. Okay. This one. Gold goes to Ariana Fontana, who gets her 10th Olympic medal, if you don't mind. Uh, most decorated short track speed skater of all time. Good for her. Uh, Suzanne Schultling of the Netherlands, silver. And in bronze, Kim Bhutan, third. You got yes. a bronze, Colin. Well done. Bronze to Canada. Congratulations. And uh, she was our closing ceremony flag bearer in the last Olympics because she, with no expectations at all, the expectations on people like Charles Hamlin, she ended up winning three medals, which I think tied the record for most uh, winter medals won in a single games and came out of nowhere doing it. So maybe she could top it this time. Maybe she's going to be four. I knew her name sounded familiar. I knew I'd um, I'd heard of her at some point there. Um, I'm just, uh, who's jumping now? Where are you from, Mr. Gold Helmet? Norway. La, 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 la. Norway, from Norway. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, athlete, uh, well, what day are we celebrating today? Uh, Colin, let's go to Canada first. Tell us, I believe it's a ski jumper today as well, isn't it? This might be poignant. It is, appropriately. I thought that, uh, you know, I was going to be putting up somebody who uh, their accomplishment would stand, uh, which is the most accomplished ski jumper in the history of Canada as one of the two sports we've never won a medal in. Uh, his best finish uh, through four separate Olympics he was in was seventh place in his home country of Calgary. That's Horst Bulaw. Uh, but um, Horst, who's a for his accomplishments, being the greatest ski jumper in the history of Canada to play seventh place uh, is in three separate Hall of Fames. And we very well may be blowing that all away by an entire team uh, in a matter of minutes. So which I'm still um, not watching. Is the other sport you haven't medaled in Nordic combined? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Really two sports tied together. Okay, well, um, you want to know all the sports Australia hasn't medaled in at the Winter Olympics? We might be here for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Famous last words. This won't take long. (laughs) Ice hockey, um, skeleton, (laughs) luge, bobsled, Nordic combined.
right. Um, so today, well, it's, it's interesting you talk about having Canada's most decorated uh, ski jumper. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of Australia's most decorated biathlete. Uh, today is Karen Rimday, who is a three-time Olympian for Australia, funnily enough. And uh, she actually uh, scored, like, actually, I'm not going to spoil this. Jared, tell me now. Uh, you might have seen the post today, so you might know the answer to this. I don't know. Um, pretend you haven't seen the post today. Uh, where do you think Australia's highest ever finish in biathlon would be? Well, I would have said low, but then you said, well, actually, um, I don't know, ninth. <laughs> Well, you're very <laughs> gee. What a great guest, Jared. You should take this up for a living. Uh, she actually finished eighth in Lillehammer, believe it or not. That we actually had somebody. I did, there's a there's a pub trivia fact for you. Like, uh, where's Australia's highest finish in biathlon? Oh, 57th, like you know, 43rd. Uh, to have someone in the top 10 in biathlon for Australia is uh, absolutely ridiculous. But Karen did do that. Also competed in Alberville and Nagano. So um, what, a, what a, I mean, if we didn't win a bronze medal in those Olympics, that would be the talking point, I can imagine, of those games. So uh, eighth for her in the individual. She also got 21st in the sprint. So um, great. That's just, that's, that's a, like, if you were to tell me the sports that we've finished top 10 in, I would never fucking guess biathlon. No, yeah, sorry, I didn't direct that to anyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going. Colin, what do you think about that? <laughs> uh, I mean, you couldn't see it, but Colin was nodding, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> sure, okay. Uh, do, I, do, I, do I need to get Marnie back on? Um, like, <laughs> you guys zoning out here? I'm just like, wrap uh, this up so I can watch the ski jumping. <laughs> You can watch it at the same time. Like, I mean, you know. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, athlete of the day, everyone. Um, let's go with you, Colin, Mr. Whatever Pants. Uh, give us give us an <laughs> idea of uh, who your nominees are today. Uh, you know, I almost wanted to put up the, the figure skater you were talking about just for the abuse she had to <laughs> go through. Um, but uh, that would be more of an honorable mention. Uh, honestly, the only one that I really feel is a standout is uh, good old Irene. Come on, I, I come on, Irene, not Eileen. Uh, so that would that would be my vote this this I was gonna say this week, this day, today. She she's on my list. Um, yeah, Jared, you're, Jared's nodding. Um, is that is that a you're, you're kind of on agreement there too? I have a list of three, and she probably makes the most sense. But um, the other two I had were um, Johan Clary, just like old man winning a silver medal age of 41 in the downhill like impressive and then the other is also from the downhill uh good old austrian um oh, what's his first name daniel Frank. daniel hemmetsberger i don't know if you saw this he um he hit himself in the face with his ski pole as he was going down the hill Didn't see <laughs> and that. he makes it to the end and his face is just like covered in blood which you couldn't see because like Obviously, you're watching them from the back, and then he gets to the end. He like turns around, and there's just like blood everywhere. Um, so he's my other nominee. Um, okay, so I've got Irene. I I I've got Johan. I I I haven't heard of that guy, but um, yep. Um, I also put Max because I mean, you know, gold medal for Canada, also beat cancer. I also put the Italian curlers for going through the round robins as um, you know, undefeated. But like. <laughs> 
Colin, you need to step away here, my friend. Like, I just, I, if this happens, I, I don't think I, we have I, a choice. How long am I step <laughs> I mean, let's let's decide on athlete day, then I'm gone. I'm out of here. Like, like, you know, but like, like, how am I meant to decide on athlete of the day if something's about to happen without spoiling it for you? Because I feel that we need to give it to a team if something happens here, because this is history and I'm, this is I, a Canadian. I, I'm okay with not, I mean, Canada will have more history in these games. I guarantee it. Uh, oh. I'm <laughs> Jared, what are you thinking here? Like, mute, can you mute yourself for a second, Colin? <laughs> la, 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 la. Mute yourself. Mute, mute us. Mute, like, just take your headphones off. Can you can you do that? Have you done it? I don't know. If he, if he hasn't and I spoil it, then I'm just I'm doing a Jared. All right, Jared, it looks as though it looks I'm scared I'm gonna spoil this for Colin. It looks as though Canada are gonna win a bronze in ski jumping. Um Okay, hold on. I have decided. <laughs> It's going to probably be a few hours before I can watch this anyways because I'm supposed to start work in 30 minutes. I've decided you can let me in on what's going on. Are you are you 100% sure? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think we're up to the last jumper now. Uh, uh, although, how that? Because I'm looking at the scores different. Uh, uh, Canada, I think, are going to win the bronze, um, which is ridiculous. Uh, so I, I, I am really for the fact they, they've won the bronze. Canada have fucking won the bronze in ski jumping. This is insane. Off the podium. <laughs> Ellie and I, Happy. <laughs> this is brilliant. I'm going to say this, though. I thought, the, see, the reason I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I you know, uh, regret having you spoil it, but I was leaning towards, okay, is Canada going to win? A, the way Ben's talking, are we going to win a gold in this? Because if we won a gold and Canada medaled, and oh, we had God. our first gold medal ever for off the podium. Then I'd say, yes, that is an athlete of the day. But I am okay with skipping a bronze as incredible as uh, this is. I no, I like, but I'm not like, I, this is, this is baffling me that you can sit there and chuck a tanty <laughs> over freaking Penny who wins more fucking gold medals in like most countries. You just literally won a medal. This, this is honestly the difference. Uh, we're talking about a sport we've never medaled in, right? The difference is Penny became the most accomplished Olympian we've ever had in the oh, Rome Olympics. That would blah, be, blah, be blah, like blah, if Jakara became the most accomplished Olympian ever for you. Emma did it for us and we didn't really give a shit. I, I, I'm changing mine. I'm putting up the Canadian mixed, uh, mixed ski jumping tech. This is ridiculous. Like, this is on levels that you, like, you've, you've broke. Like You are a winter I'm, nation who we assume wins medals in everything and you've broken through one, one of the two that you haven't. And this is an off-the-podium connection. We have two guests on this show who have won two bronze medals that we didn't even remotely think would be possible. And thirdly, this is a Ben Waterworth win. My first ever individual uh, <laughs> interviews. And I've got two in one go. This is brilliant. Look, look, I'm I'm perfectly all right with both because they're both great accomplishments. But I mean, we are talking about five gold medals by one athlete, which is tough. Uh, and, and I'm thrilled for the, the ski jumpers, like thrilled. But we also did not give it to Kylie for officially breaking our curse. So I think we have to remove the whole they're an off the podium guest. <laughs> They're Ben's first win. <laughs> Fucking hell, Colin. Jared, you, well, let's you, get Jared's you are opinion. A weed I mean, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are you offering to send me this time, Colin? If I side <laughs> with you, I don't, see. I, here's the thing. This would be more what Ben wants to send you because I don't care. Give it to whoever. I'm, well, I'm simply still waiting saying, for that package you sent me, Colin. It hasn't arrived yet. 
<laughs> I'm simply saying that, uh, you know, Hey, if we give it to the ski jumpers, great. If we give it to Irene, I think that's an incredible accomplishment. But if we're going off of our past criteria, Irene checks more boxes. Look, the, the, uh, the, Irene, we've already nominated somebody from the long track speed skating. Ah, and Ooh, Irene also we, it to them yeah, we did. We gave it to Claudia the other day. But also the other thing. Oh, that's is right. That, okay, so there we go. But the other thing I'll say is Irene might be up again because she probably will win more medals. She's in like five events. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she could then become the most decorated winter. I think she's only three behind now, uh, becoming the most decorated winter Olympian of all time. So Honestly, Jared can make the call on this. I'm fine with it. But, yeah, I, that's a very good point. Long track has been up already. <laughs> Jared. Just go with the ski jumping. You know you want to. <laughs> And the funny thing is, I mean, ben I'm, is ups- I'm upset for bloody nose because uh, clearly that's a huge accomplishment. Um, but I suppose we can settle for the ski jumping. Well, you've also got to save alpine skiing for Esther, right? Like she's got two events this time around. So, um, but I don't think we're ever going to have ski jumpers up again, are we? Um, this is insane. Like, oh, when are we going to watch ski jumping again? Well, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, Casey might be up again. He's going to be up again. But, uh, like, I, like, is this literally even – like, I think we talked about this, Colin. I don't even think Canada talked about ski jumping in, like, a preview or no. anything, right? This is, like, athlete number 212, 13, 14, and 15 Look, in Team Canada. I am not knocking uh, uh, the, the athlete at all. If anything, I have been going on and on about how – Ali is probably the best interview that we've had in who knows how long. Um, But there is a reason that she was a longer interview for us. And that's because we don't get media coverage here in Canada for ski jumpers. Like off the podium was probably the biggest uh, media coverage she might have had going into these Olympics. I mean, when I tried to Google our ski jumpers, you might find a article in a local newspaper or the announcement of who's making the ski jumping team, which just every sport gets. Uh, so, I mean, th- this, the fact that we have beaten horse Bulao on horse Bulao day, another big deal, I guess. And, and also, can we point out that um, Ali is actually a listener to this show. She listens yes. to this show like every <laughs> single day. She, she actually, like, she's the one person that enjoys this show. <laughs> so we now have an Olympic bronze medalist who loves listening to our show. So um, I am legitimately, like, so fucking happy right now for them. Like, that is just, that is amazing. That is just so incredible. Like, I'm not going to try and take away, like, if any of our other guests go on to, like, I'm so thrilled for Alex, for example, getting 16th in luge. Like, that's such a great result. Dean and Tali for, you know, everything they've achieved. But, like, that is amazing. That is so amazing. That And, like, I don't think anyone is going to look at Canada winning a bronze medal at the Winter Olympics and go, okay, well, whatever. But like that is just insane. Now, I I, I will yeah. be I will be saying to Joe tomorrow. Fucking mention this. Like this this needs to be mentioned. And this is the first time this yeah. event's ever been held at the Olympics too. Um, Slovenia, by the way, took the gold. Rock took the silver. Um, but I mean, you beat like Norway. You beat Poland. You beat Japan. Like Germany didn't even make the final. Like I mean, great ski jumping nations. Um, so just, just, wow. That's, that's, that's blowing me away. But but Jared, if we're being honest, we do know that Ben's main reasoning for this is because he interviewed them, right? Look, I will be honest. There is definitely part of that there, but like, I legitimately (laughs) am saying some of this because like, I actually am genuinely like just shocked and thrilled. Cause like, again, this is not meant to be disrespectful in how I say this, but like sometimes when you get guests on the show and you think like, okay, well, they've got a, they've got a chance at the point we interviewed Ali and Abby, like, 
they sort of knew they were going, but they didn't 100% know. And I, I think even you would ask them legitimately, uh, you know, are you hoping to meddle? And I don't think either of them would legitimately said like, yeah, I think we can. Because I, I think yeah. from looking at World Cups and things like that, I don't even think they'd meddled in World Cups. You know, this wasn't well, like a, you know, Canada were going into this, like, you know, second in the world or something like this. Like, this is something that I just think has come out of absolutely nowhere. I barely didn't want to even look at the scores because I'm thinking, well, Canada's going to be like 10th in this, <laughs> but, you know. It's been a year, so I don't recall at all, but maybe you've heard it more recently. The interview I did with Nathaniel Marr, our, our Nordic combined, uh, last Nordic combined athlete of Canada, uh, I remember asking him, like, how long is it going to be before we have uh, a Nordic combined athlete in the Olympics again? And he figured a few Olympic Games. And I, I believe he even said, you know, we might have some potential down the road for ski jumping. But it wasn't even like, he, and and he he's working for the ski jumping team Canada or whatever. Uh, and <laughs> even he was very hesitant on, oh, yeah, there's a little bit more hope on the ski jumping side. So, yeah, huge accomplishment. And it's, our entire and it- team. But like in, in that interview with Nathaniel, how he talked about how like it, it takes a medal to bring money into the sport. You know, I mean, yeah. what's he's going to do for ski jumping in Canada all of a sudden, you know? Um, so and you know what? Just- like I'm, you know, I'm, I, if, if we don't give it to another, like, see, I, I think it was very similar. I was a few days ago, Jared, when you were saying you didn't want to put up an Australian yet. You're like, oh, but you know, what if we have somebody better? I feel bad that we had, yesterday uh with with zoe day which we can't take away zoe day like what a day for australia day two was uh <laughs> you guys could have easily put up dean and tally i mean that was a a, a movie storyline and then plus uh on top of that jakara uh but uh, i almost feel like you know i don't and and test as well there you go and i almost feel like I don't care if Canada wins gold in every other event from this point forward. This is still one of the greatest accomplishments the country can have. And like, I mean, you look at yesterday as well, like freaking Alex would have been up every, any other day for finishing 16th in the luge. Like, I mean, you know, like that, that you look at that, but um, yeah, just absolutely. Insane. Seriously. such big congratulations to Abby and Ali. Uh, just so happy for them. So, so amazing for them to, uh, to have been part of that team as well. Um, so the only medal event now that we are waiting for is the men's 1000 meters, um, in the short track, there's no Canadians or obviously Australians in that one as well, but breaking news in the curling, Jared, uh, I don't know if you watched this, Sweden won, Italy eight, Italy are going to medal. And we hope the sexy Swedes can uh, sneak in a bronze. Uh, and in it's in the eighth end right now. Norway, Britain. Are you watching this, Jared? What's your call right now? Who's who's got the who's got this? Do you think? I'm not watching it, but I feel like maybe it's uh, Norway's turn. Okay, well there you go. We could see that. Uh, we do have a result in the men's 1,000 meters. Uh, China have won their second goal of their home Olympics. Uh, Ren Zhui, uh, it's one two for China actually. Uh, Lee Wenlong Silver and one of the Liu brothers for Hungary, uh, Shuang Liu, has taken the bronze there. Uh, and just quickly in the ice hockey, I can tell you China are one up over Sweden, Switzerland are one up over Finland, and Channel 7 are showing. Oh, I'm, just, I'm seeing Ali on our screens right now. Look at this, they're showing it. I can say Ali Ludit is right now on my TV screen. There you go. Look at that for timing when I look up at that as well. Um, medal tally at the end of day three. <laughs> wow. Okay. This has come out of nowhere. Sweden are on top right now. 
go Sweden. Uh, three gold, zero silver, zero bronze. Rock, second, two gold, three silver, two bronze. They're leading on total medals. Uh, Canada, by the way, second on total medals, Colin. Congratulations. Um, China, uh, sorry, Netherlands, third. Two gold, two silver, one bronze. China, fourth. Two gold, two silver, zero bronze. And Germany, fifth. Two gold, one silver, zero bronze. Uh, Canada now in ninth place. A gold, a silver, and four bronze. Six in total. And Australia have dropped out of the top 10. Oh, disappointment. 11th. One gold, one bronze. New Zealand, 13th. One gold. Still seems weird, let's be honest. Um, and Burkina Faso, uh, currently ranked in 20th uh, with zero gold, zero silver, zero bronze. Their best Crack ever performance. Crack the top 20, yes. Best ever performance at a Winter Olympics. So um, I'm sure they're going off in the streets of... Burkina Faso's capital, which of course is Colin. Uh, what is the capital of Burkina Faso? You know it off the back that's of your Burkina Faso city. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and Norway is through to the gold medal match in curling. They will go at least one better than they did in Pyeongchang. The world champs are out. Look, I should be happy that Britain aren't going to win a gold medal, but they're Scottish. They're not, you know, they're the good type of Britain. So. Italy yeah, but they still they still have another event to go. So sh- share the wealth. Italy versus Norway, the traditional curling rivals. Um, who would have called that as the gold medal match in mixed curling? Who do we, we, who do we have? Who are we pulling for? Italy. I'm going in Italy now. I'm yeah. all the way. <laughs> Fairy, we know who athlete of the day is tomorrow. Um, I've just got to CBC's website to see if the ski jumping is made. So the headlines on CBC right now. Um, live Beijing 2022 Olympic Winter Games morning featuring mixed doubles curling. Okay. Um, followed by Ottawa declares state of emergencies, police boost enforcement, target protests, fuel supply. Are these protests like paying, playing tougher sh- than the senators right now, Colin, or? <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Uh, I was going to say I'd show you, but I don't have my camera on cause I'm running three computers, but, um, yeah, I, I, it's actually funny. The number one story is Kim Buten, uh, winning the bronze yeah, right I've below that, that. It actually. It actually says, breaking news, Canadian ski jumpers win Olympic bronze and mixed team event. No, I'm, I mean, what I'm seeing here is, is Kim Batane wins bronze, Canada overcomes bizarre delay to beat Russia, snowboarder Max Perot, Canadian curlers. These Canadians have figured out a work-life balance, and so can you. Um, oh, no, here we go. Now, this is where I can see the bronze. Um, Canadian ski jumpers win Olympic. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, tomorrow... What a day. What a day. Uh, ten, tomorrow is the busiest day during these Olympics. We have 10 gold medals going up, the most of any day for off the podium. Uh, Brennan Kerry, our flag bearer, uh, is out in the men's short program. Uh, Scott Gow, uh, can he get a biathlon medal for Canada, Colin? It's been a while. Um, he's in the 20-kilometer individual. Uh, we're going to have Jason Brown, not James Brown, Jason Brown, uh, also in the men's short program. And uh, Casey Wright in the cross-country sprint, her pet event, she's out there tomorrow as well. But who gives a shit about any of them? We hate all of them. Uh, No, we don't. We love them all. Uh, Because who's on tomorrow? Her first event, (laughs) Queen Esther, is on the course tomorrow. The parallel giant slalom, the one that uh, she was expected to win in Pyeongchang. And uh, I don't think she's in quite as hot form as she is going into this as she was. But uh, she's in three events now. So uh, tomorrow is Esther Day Part 1. Um, so I, I am a bit excited for this to get to see Queen Esther. Um, Jared, are we excited, uh, for, for Esther tomorrow and what, and what else? And oh, I apologize to all our guests. We do of course care a lot about you and we are keen to see it all. So, uh, what are you excited for tomorrow, Jared? 
I think it has to be Esther. It's just got to be the um, parallel giant slalom. Um, other than that, you know, a bit of this, a bit of that. Um, I'll give the uh, big air another go. Um, okay. Not expecting much. I hope we get, just give me one flip. The spins one are good, flip. but I just want to flip, you know. You just want to flip. All right. Um, Triple cork, 1080 with extra yeah. pike. Yep. And then, and of you just course, get, like, the curling finals. Flipping for Jared. Trending. Yeah, hashtag flipping for Jared. Uh, get it, get it trending. Uh, if they do a flip, I'll get a t-shirt made. Flipping for Jared, basically. Um, <laughs> Colin, uh, are you on the Esther train tomorrow? Oh, absolutely. I and I, I don't mind slalom. I mean, I've always watched it, but really, Esther is what has us behind the sport. Um, I mean, curling is going to be hard to to beat, and I won't be able to stay up for it. I think that's the toughest thing. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I. I might not be here tomorrow. <laughs> um, oh, you're dying. I might, oh. I, yeah, Jared, I might be able to record COVID this at a decent me. time. Good for us. <laughs> thank thank uh, you. But, We're actually uh, happy about that. Fine. Don't be here. That's great. Jared, 9 o'clock I, I tomorrow. Want, I want to be you? able to watch. I want to be able to watch watch some things before coming in tomorrow. And I, I, I don't I think I'll be able to get to bed before midnight me. tomorrow night. Jesus, this is the best news I've had all week. You go for it. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's all about Esther tomorrow. I will say that so the 10 events tomorrow, the medal's been decided. We've got the uh, men's Super G and Alpine, uh, the biathlon, the men's individual, cross-country. We've got the men's and women's sprint, curling the mixed doubles, the big air women's in the freestyle skiing, the women's luge tomorrow, both the men's and women's parallel giant slalom, and the speed skating. Um, other thing to note tomorrow as well, Canada, USA, and women's hockey, which is always uh, entertaining, of course. Um, the, I believe the goal difference has never been more than, uh, three in the history of the Olympics. And you've got to go all the way back to Nagano when the USA beat Canada. This is why it's great when I'm a researcher when I actually remember these stats off the top of my head. So, um, expect Canada probably to, you know, all these hype around, I'll probably end up choking, but we rely on the ski jumpers. Um, and we're only a day away from the men's ice hockey starting. So, uh, not to take away from the women's, we love the women's ice hockey, but, uh, the men's ice hockey is very close to starting. Um, yeah, what a, what a day. What a, <laughs> I love that we can do these things on air as well. Like this is just fantastic that we've been doing that. Um, it's been, it's been a fun one. It's been entertaining. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to Marnie for tuning in, uh, well, tuning in for being on the show as well. Um, and to our, uh, number one listener of off the podium, congratulations on your Olympic medal. I will say that Abby, well done. Uh, Ali and Abby, Abby, I'm sure Abby listens as well. I'm just, I'm losing it. It's late. Um, like, subscribe, follow us on all the channels, do all the usual stuff as per usual. Vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards. Uh, th- that's our Olympic bronze medal. Never have we won a medal in podcast awards before. So um, just we're, we're going to pull in Abby slash Ali slash the other two guys that mm. we, I feel we're not mentioning. Can't um, wait to crown ourselves the Daily Dale. Yeah. <laughs> do we get one? <laughs> Can we have a Daily Dale? Um, the athlete of the day is Daily Dale, by the way. I should have uh, plugged that anyway. Um, the great thing about Jakara winning gold is that we get a lot of mentions of Dale Begg-Smith on TV all of a sudden, so that's always a good thing. Um, but until tomorrow, uh, Jared, thank you very much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. It's been fun. And Colin, um, get your children on some ski jump because uh, the, <laughs> the country is about to go off. That sport is literally going to take off from this point on. I know curling's on its way out and ski jumping's on its way you, in. You, it just look at this. Your curlers let you down and your ski jumpers take the, the mantle. Like, like literally, who, if you had said at the beginning of these Olympics, on one day you will either have curlers or ski jumpers win a medal, 
you like, this is a dumb question. Um, you know? <laughs> I'm telling you now, Jared, Casey's going to win a bronze medal in the cross country tomorrow. I mean, that would be about as big a deal for Australia out of fucking nowhere. Casey Wright wins a bronze in the cross country. So uh, bring it on, Casey. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for tuning in to Off the Podium. Uh, big shout out to Jason Momoa. And until we next speak again, go left. What an episode. You loved every single second of it. It's been, again, just quickly reminding you once again, if you want to help us win a Sports Podcast Award, sportspodcastawards.com, register to vote, click on Best Olympic and Paralympic Podcast section, listen to the other nominees, and then go, hey, Off the Podium's awesome. They're so good. They put in so much work and so much effort, and we just love them, and they deserve to go on the podium for once. Ben's awesome. Jared's awesome. Colin's okay, but he's also kind of awesome. We'd really appreciate it. And particularly if you've actually listened to the rest of this and ended up here, because generally I assume you've well and truly tuned out by now. But seriously, if you're at this point of the podcast, then you're a true listener. And that means that you're a true fan and you should vote for us. Sportspodcastawards.com. Do it now. We will thank you forever. Literally ever. Like every episode moving forward, we will thank you forever. Sportspodcastawards.com. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time on Off the Podium. I'm I'm really going to go now. Bye.